Hey everyone, welcome to the Special Story Podcast. I'm Sharon. And I'm Steven. And we're just here to talk about our lives raising kids with special needs. You sound great, Sharon. Oh my gosh, I was about to say. And also apparently to talk to you some more about illnesses. That's our thing. I know. I, I can't think of any real graceful way to say that my voice doesn't sound so great this week. Because you've been sick for a week. Yeah. 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 There, there's no real What's easy today? way to say that I've had the flu, that I have the flu. Today's Tuesday. Today's it was Tuesday. Like last Wednesday you were down, right? It was last, it was, it was exactly a week ago at right around this time that my parents were here and they said to me these fateful words, Nate, which is my brother, the same incidentally, just very coincidentally, the same person who had driven me home from the Super Bowl game two days before. And he seemed like he was coughing a little bit in the car. As he's driving me home. So this happens on Sunday. Fast forward two days later, a week ago, my parents say to me, yeah, Nate's really sick. He, uh, we're kind of worried about him. He's really, really sick. And as they're saying those words, I start to feel this like tingle or this like tightening in my chest. And my first thought is, man, my, my like paranoia, my hypochondria has, has reached like new levels. Yes. Because all they had to do was mention the word sick. And I'm immediately feeling like I'm going to start coughing. Yes. So I just immediately dismissed it because typically for me, th- these things are just—I mean—that's all it is. Yeah. It's just—it's just me being totally paranoid. However, so you know, I didn't take it too seriously. But then the next morning, I woke up and I was like, oh, "No, I guess it's just not me being paranoid. I guess I really am. I'm, I've got a cold." And then a week later, yeah, well, it's not just a cold; it's the flu. It's the flu, and somehow. You know, not somehow. The kids got sick as well. Yeah. If, if I'm messing up our our flow here, but no, you're not. I mean, the truth is, people, that I just want you to know that before I came down with the flu, I had really high hopes. Like it's February, which is Heart Awareness Month, and Lulu had a heart condition, and I had high hopes for like stuff that we were going to do and we were going to talk about. I wanted to like honor, you know, the fact that it is Heart Awareness Month. And I'm not saying we're not going to do that. But what I am saying is that for the last week, I literally have done nothing except have the flu. So today, I kind of feel like I'm just up for whatever. Yeah. I mean, whatever you want to talk about, we could just Let's, talk about. I don't yeah. really have much of a plan. Well, you know, I think, um, yeah, it was, it's was. it been an interesting, interesting week. Usually, we don't have this happen. Like, usually, like, it's the kids are sick mm-hmm. or I'm sick. Yeah. But you don't really get sick that much. Oh. At least not like this. And so this was a, like, like, this was a new... You know, a new set of circumstances where you are very sick, out of commission, wiped out, and then I don't know if the I've ever. I don't know if I've ever officially gotten the flu before. I mm-hmm. mean, my my mom maybe my mom should we should do like a call in segment where my mom could give us the actual truth. But I I know the kids have never officially gotten the flu before. This is like the first. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we've ever you know like they've test swabbed us and said yes you have the flu. So yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's just. I mean, it was bound to happen one of these years. Plus, yeah. I kind of feel like I feel like. I mean, I've between you know work's been pretty busy. Obviously, oh, we do stuff for the yeah. podcast. I, th- I think between what I've been doing for work, what I've been doing for the podcast, and this this like volunteering gig that I picked up on the side because I decided I wasn't busy enough. I do think I'm averaging about sixty to seventy hours a week. And it's like, I just feel like I have, my body can only do that for yeah, so long. Yeah, <clears throat> trying to let you know. You need to yeah. take, it, take it down a notch. Yeah. So, yeah, as we, as now you're kind of you're, you're probably 75, 85% back. You're not yeah. all the way back, but you're, you know. I know. I probably about. sound terrible, so I'm sorry for that. And the kids yeah. are still 
I mean, they're still struggling. I mean, Max yeah. is wiped out. Lulu's wiped out still mm-hmm. um, on meds and all that. And um, so we're getting through it. But as we look back, I think we have a we have an opportunity just to share some of our <laughs> insights, yeah. pros and cons. Steve, Steve's saying it so seriously. So, okay. So basically, as I was lying in bed one one of these days, like in some sort of fevered state, I came up with this idea that I thought was going to be like this great idea. And I would like to present it now. I decided that I was going to write the official, ultimate, trademarked, you know, by no one, trademarked by no one but me, pros and cons list to having the flu. Yeah. I feel I'm an expert now because I, I technically actually still have the flu. I mean, I'm, I'm feeling better, but I mean, I'm yeah. sure it's still in me. So. Yeah, we have a lot to say about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So now, so now I feel I, I've achieved expert level status on having the flu. And I, I've decided that there's actually some good things about having the flu. And I would like to detail those for you right now. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Okay. So number one, I feel like this is the, the one and only year where I ever tried to like de- in any way detail what we do preventatively to like, you know, to prevent the flu. Like this mm-hmm. is the one, the one, the one and only year I'm, I'm 35 years old. This is the one time on this podcast like a month ago. That I tried to say like, oh, well, this is what we do to prevent cold and flu season, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, now I can basically say for certain that I've proven that jinxes are real. Because like I said, not one month later, we all came down with the flu. And if that is not proving the existence of a jinx, I do not know what is. I totally jinxed myself. (laughs) Well, I mean, especially since it wasn't as if they were running around, kids were outside and they caught it because they were playing without hats and coats on or they were in some germy crazy nope they they got it from you they got it from me i'm sorry my children they got it from you they were they were <laughs> we thought they were safe i know and uh I know. And somehow i can't believe even now after a week i'm not sick i know no steve's had, i don't so, know what that's all about yeah so steve yeah steve's been sleeping in the same bed with max and max just coughs on him all night long so you must have an immune system of steel that you Which haven't gotten on, yeah, sick yet. Else is going on. Yeah, and I'm I'm in there with Max mm-hmm. on like that was by design. Like usually that's not yeah. the situation, but right. Max is, you know, you you were you were really sick, and so yeah. I don't want to get sick from you. But then Max, you know, he's having a tough time during the night, and we were making sure the fevers weren't getting out of hand, and yeah. you know, giving him medication and all that stuff. Max got hit the hardest, by the way. Yeah, he really got hit the hardest. Lulu and I. We both we both had it, but neither of us had like super high fever. So Max had the flu and an ear infection simultaneously. Yeah. So he just really he got, got hit hard. He got really knocked out. I feel. So you have jinxed yourself. So so yeah. So in addition to the fact that I, I believe I've, I've at this point I've definitively proved that jinxes actually are real. Something that by the way Steve has made fun of me for our, our entire marriage about. Like he will routinely be like, I'll be like, don't jinx it, and Steve will always say. Oh, yeah, because jinxes are real. <laughs> well, now, you know what, Steve? You cannot say that anymore because jinxes actually so real. are real. <laughs> yeah, in my face. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the one good thing that's come out of this. Okay. The other thing is that I feel it's a, it did give me a legitimate ex- excuse to cancel like a thousand different appointments. I, I actually, I don't know if I realized quite how busy I was until I actually had to like cancel everything, but it took me like two full days to cancel everything that we had going on. I mean, I think I had... Oh my gosh, I had an appointment with a doctor for myself. I had therapy appointments for the kids. I had volunteer stuff for Max's school. I had, well, I, All the work stuff. I had work stuff, of course. But yeah, but I just, you know what? I kind of just canceled every single thing 
And it kind of felt good. Oh, it feels so good. It feels so good. So basically starting Friday morning, Friday morning I was supposed to meet with Lulu. She has like a service facilitator because we're on like this waiver and they come out to the house every so often. And it's just one of those, you know, kind of random things. She just, of course, she just happened to be scheduled for Friday and I had to call her and tell her, you know, that we were sick or whatever. But it was like Friday morning at 10 o'clock and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I don't have anything else scheduled. I was like, I don't, I, even though I have a fever and I feel terrible, I don't know if I've ever felt this free. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like this might be a common feeling amongst moms with kids with special needs particularly, but probably all moms, where it's like, if you get sick, you just can't do anything. So no. you're like, you're like, I'm actually free. I'm free to lay in bed and just like watch TV, which I will give Steve credit because the only reason I was able to do that is because he took care of the kids the whole entire weekend and I did nothing. So props to you. Yeah. But it did give me a real sense of freedom that I yeah. have not felt yeah, in a long yeah. time. Yeah, it's very foreign for you to have that so situation. I would list that on the on the pros list of having the flu. Guilt-free cancellations. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also because no one can get mad at you for canceling. Because, I mean, how could they? Because yeah. you're like, you're um, like, well, listen, we have the flu. And especially, I feel like when you, when you mention the flu word. Yeah. Like, they're like stay away whereas if you're like oh listen i'm sorry i can't make it i'm not feeling well i mean that could, that could mean anything but when you can say that you legitimately have the flu yeah no one is gonna mess with you yeah they're like please stay home and you're like okay i will stay home i will so then also <clears throat> this is gonna sound a little strange but let's say hypothetically it's friday night and you have the flu mm -hmm. however your son also has the flu and he's got a high fever and the doctor tells you you need to alternate ibuprofen and Tylenol. And so it's midnight on a Friday night and you have to go to Safeway to get Tylenol because you realize that the Tylenol you have expired in 2016. It's no good. <laughs> so, I mean, on the one hand, I guess that, that maybe that, I mean, again, that probably is a good thing. We obviously aren't using the Tylenol all that much. It expired three years ago. On the other hand, it was I did have to go out at midnight on Why Friday. Why did you decide you went? That, that, I don't want the audience because, to think I was like really. Harsh oh, because you were slacking. Cruel. No, yeah. because Max woke up because he had the fever and mm -hmm. he was crying. Because mm -hmm. Max is very much a daddy's boy, and he was saying, "Daddy, please don't leave me." Oh, and he wanted you to sit in bed with him because he gets nervous. Being sick makes Max nervous. Yeah, okay, that's what it was. Okay, you know how it is when okay. you're a kid. Anyway, yeah. so he wanted Steve to stay in bed with him. So I was like. Okay, I will go and get it because I didn't want Max. I knew Max would feel very unsettled if you had to go get it. So anyway, and by the way, like our grocery store is like five minutes away. Yeah. And I'm making it sound like this is like a really dangerous neighborhood we live in and it's not. But um, nevertheless, I went out. I uh, hadn't showered in a few days. I didn't look particularly well. And I was wearing, in order not to spread my germs, to be conscientious of anyone that I might run into at Safeway on a Friday night at midnight, I was wearing a full mask, like the thickest kind that we could find so that I would not spread like any Like a germs. medical mask. Like a medical mask you actually had, on my had, face. You actually had, a, had designs to use that to prevent getting the kids sick. And yeah, you were this using is, it. Yeah. But that doesn't, anyway. Before so yeah, I, you were committed to this, this, this whole path with the masks. Yeah. So then I roll up to Safeway. And I get out, of the, I get out of the car, and I walk up to the, to the door. And I don't know what it is about grocery stores at night that people kind of like loiter outside of them. I don't know why that's a thing, but that seems like it's a thing. I don't know. Like again, I, I'm not saying that they're, they're. I mean, these people are probably causing no harm, but there was two like adult men just hanging out at the Safeway at midnight on a Friday. Yeah. Again, pro I mean, ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance, completely harmless, but. 
under normal circumstances, it just might make me like a little uneasy. Like, why are they hanging? I mean, it, a little. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you were empowered on that night. <laughs> However, on this night, I just thought, listen, if they like, you know, let's say they try and approach me, or even they just start doing that really annoying like cat calling thing or whatever, I'm just gonna be like, point to the mask and be like, hey guys, you may not want to come any closer. I have the flu. Yeah. And all of a sudden, step back. That's right. I started to feel like I had this weapon at my disposal. You did. I was you like, were stay back, ne'er dwellers. I will breathe on you. Yeah. And then you will have the flu. Well, not that tough. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Nobody wants to get the flu. So all of a sudden, I was like, yeah, no one can mess with me. Yeah. I'm in charge you around just cruise here. Cruise right in there. That's right. Never get what safer. I need. <laughs> I'm like, I've, I've, I have a weapon of mass destruction yeah. at my disposal. It's the flu. Yeah. Now, I would never knowingly infect anyone with the flu, but, you know, it made me feel very, it made me yeah. feel very powerful. So I would put that on the pro list of having the flu. I put that right up there in the pro list that you can run to Safeway at midnight and you're going to feel like no one can mess with you. Yeah. Again, in defense, I feel like I'm like painting these guys in a poor light. They actually did not approach me. Nothing happened. They were fine. We were all fine. But it was just more in my head. In your it head. gave me the peace of mind and it made me feel powerful in yeah. my mind. What else? Is that it for my pros list? This Oh, I didn't feel bad about ordering takeout and having all my groceries delivered. That was cool. I know. We don't actually order a whole lot of takeout around here just because, you know, you know, whatever. Okay, it was like, so this was a, it was, you were, we were actually ordering groceries. We never done that before, really. No, that's what I'm saying is that we've never done that. The kids were, we're talking about three people that were wiped we out. used um i mean what did we use so i couldn't really duck out really with yeah so not shipped what did we use instacart. instacart we used instacart for the first time which i feel like is like the new thing and it was great so we just ordered a bunch of stuff from wegmans i actually felt kind of bad for the driver because i was like oh wouldn't you hate to be the driver who gets the order where people order distilled water cough syrup uh children's motrin like yeah. we were ordering obviously like very sick people items yes and i was like he is probably like oh great but i did not go to the door i had steve meet him at the door who was not sick and obviously he does not come inside right but i don't know i did feel a little bad for him but he didn't seem to mind yeah i there was you know from my perspective there was there was a lot of pros even despite the you know everybody being sick and and um you know again kind of canceling things so i taking time off work Great. Felt great to do that and not have any responsibilities there. Um, I had extra time holding Lulu and even holding Max, which usually they don't let me hold him that long and have oh, any no. interest, especially Max being seven. Steve's Steve's pros are all actual like nice, sweet, sincere. No. Pros. I mean, Mine are maybe. all like like daydreaming about affecting like no, would-be mean, attackers with the flu. Well, yeah, it's true. That's <laughs> awesome. I didn't, I didn't have that experience. <laughs> So yeah, just like it was a whole different dynamic upon just like hunkering down and, and getting through it. So we usually never watch any shows with the kids, any any movies or cartoons. We, I mean, that just is such a rare occurrence. It's just not a part of the routine. Yeah, but we, we yeah we we should insert that like the reason is just because it's Max has like some sensory processing issues, which we'll probably talk about at some point. But yeah. it's it's a little bit hard for him. Like it, you know, it kind of it can make him feel kind of off, like just the visual stimulation from TV. But mm -hmm. when he's sick, he's off anyway, and it helps him rest. So we do tend to watch more TV Especially, when he's sick. guess what? Mom's upstairs in bed. Guess what dad's going to do? Yeah. 
I am not playing around with the kids. We're going to watch a movie. So, and Lulu's... Dad um, life. I, Hashtag dad life. Yeah. So, I love it. So, Lulu <laughs> is also at the age now where she will sit for longer stretches watching. So, one of the pros is getting to watch fun family movies and and shows like Mary Poppins and Toy Story and Finding Nebo and Shaun the Sheep. We watched Shaun the Sheep over and over and over again. So, I love that that we actually had a legitimate opportunity to do that because yeah. that's about all we could do. So that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed that. Max and I, so we talked about this before, Max and I, one of the cool things is Max and I would share the guest room, so share that bed, but, you know, just kind of fun extra time with him and being able to provide that comfort for him. And um, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed that. He enjoyed that. And we're still doing that. So I would be interesting to see how we can uh, get back to our normal routine because I think he's going to, he even said tonight, oh, I just... I'm just really more familiar now with the guest room, so I just like to stay there. So Max is always trying to, to negotiate that. Yeah, Max is always trying to weasel his way either into our room, or sometimes he's trying to weasel me like out of my spot in the bed, and then he's trying to weasel himself right into my spot. Yes, like he he actually like came up with this whole plan once where he was like, "Listen, mom, I just think that maybe he's like, do you and daddy think that maybe you could sleep on a smaller bed together?" And I was like, oh. I don't know why. And he's like, because then maybe we could just move like your bed to the side and then we could just scooch my bed in next to you guys. He's like, because I just think that maybe I should just be sleeping in your room like all the time. Like he's trying, he's trying to just attach himself like as our extra roomie. Yes. Which so far we've, we've held out. We've held out. I mean, he comes and sleeps on the floor all the time. I know. I think he's getting tired of that. It's just so funny. It's just funny because he will sit, like you can tell he's, he's sitting there and he's scheming. Oh, no, yeah. It's not even scheming. He's just, he's just thinking through like the options on yeah. his own. So this week we actually were roommates. We've been roommates and it's been, yeah. it's been good. It's been fun. You know, he's not going to want to give that up no, either. That, he's that's, a- yeah. Other pros. I I think like, so we, or, we definitely ordered like takeout a couple of nights for dinner just because yeah, neither of us felt like actually cooking and stuff like that. Well, I actually blame yeah. some of that on the fact that for most of the time that I've been sick, when I've been awake, I've been watching reruns of the Gilmore Girls on Netflix. There you go. You didn't, that's a pro. You didn't even list that. Oh yeah. Watching the Gilmore Girls, except the problem with watching the Gilmore Girls, especially when you are sick, is that they eat so much junk food in that in that show Ugh. that if you binge watch the show, it makes you crave junk food. It's oh, so man. weird. Yeah. But it's like they're constantly eating like Chinese food. They eat cheeseburgers and fries all the time at Luke's Diner. That oh my gosh. Good. What else? I know. They eat popcorn. I feel like there's well, a lot of popcorn. Also when you're sick. You just... Oh, Pop-Tarts. They eat Pop-Tarts. Like Pop-Tarts are like a very regular, like that's what they eat for breakfast, which it's amazing that people that's amazing well, i mean these are fictional characters no, on a TV in show. real life i mean it is a real thing it's a breakfast food on the anyway that's all another i know but yes no i i couldn't do that i feel like if i ate sugar like that in the morning i would just die before dinner i just feel like it would not do well with my blood sugar levels but some people can and i admire those people but all i'm saying is that when you're sick and you're watching this show you're like man Burger and fries sounds amazing. Yeah, you don't want like chicken and broccoli. You don't want that for dinner. No, no. I mean, we have defrosted chicken in our refrigerator right now. It's been sitting there for. But we're not cooking almost it. a week. But we have not cooked. Doesn't it. fit into the situation. No, but we did or I we did order takeout and I did order a cheeseburger and fries and it was good. Yeah. So anyway. I ordered wings. So good. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the cons. Okay. So. I don't really know if we need to spend a lot of time on the cons of having the flu. I feel those are fairly self-evident. Yeah. Generally, I would say, you know, the fever. 
that I would put that in the con list. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing that at some point I'm going to have to make up those thousand appointments that I canceled that I was yeah. so proud of myself or just freeing myself from when I got sick. Yes. And actually that moment hit me today when I was like, oh, all those people that I like freed myself from. I wasn't really free from any of those people because as it turns out, as soon as they all heard I'm better, now they're all just emailing me with just more intensity and maybe a twinge of panic. Like, yeah, like oh, none of them have actually gone away. Better, right? <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> um, let's see. Well, for a while, kind of like when they would hear my voice, I think they were getting a little bit alarmed, which did make it more easy. It did make it easier for me to convince people that I had the flu. Yeah, but you know, like I didn't even have to say anything. They'd just like, but like when I when the the lady called on Friday morning. For Lulu's service provider. And I just, you know, obviously I told her I'm sick and stuff like that. Literally the minute that I picked up and I said hello, she was like, hi, did I wake you? I was like, oh, no, no. This is just what my voice sounds like. And she was like, oh, wow. Yeah. You must be really, really sick. Yes. And so just so I wouldn't have to describe it, I actually thought I would play for you a little video I made of myself over the weekend when it was my sister's birthday. So we have a little tradition in my family that we do birthday videos for each other on our birthdays because we're all dispersed and there's a million of us in my family and so on and so forth. I actually came up with this tradition. So I'm usually... This tradition's like one month old. It's like one month yeah. old and I came up with it. There's a lot of birthdays, so it's, that's actually now a tradition. <laughs> and I'm usually the enforcer of the tradition too, being the oldest and being kind of bossy. Um, so I felt like I couldn't really slack off just because I had the flu. So I made... A birthday video for my sister like in the height of the flu so i thought it might be fun to just play that for people now who want to hear yeah the difference i want to i didn't hear yet. <laughs> my voice and my voice back then eileen <clears throat> this may be the last video oh my gosh oh. <clears throat> i ever send or receive before my inevitable death <clears throat> i had a big coughing fit before i filmed this <laughs> I hope you feel special. Oh, you sound scary. I feel like I sound like someone out of a horror movie. You do. You sound really frightening <laughs> there. But that's how you sounded. I forgot already. That's uh, that's that's what it was. That's what it was like for a couple days. Yeah, I just I just could never get my voice back. Like I just couldn't. I just I just had completely completely lost my voice. So I, I would put that in the con list that I did feel like if I had to talk to anyone, they were really really frightened of me. Generally, I try to avoid that association of fright with me. So, you know, that was that was kind of a bummer, kind of a negative. Yeah. You know, what can you do? I mean, I, I guess the fact that Steve had to do everything while I lied in bed all day, I, mean, I guess you could count that as a negative. I think that's more of a positive I feel like that would be a positive for me, maybe yeah. a negative for you. I guess yeah. it just depends on who's sick and who's not sick. Yeah, I was going to say, for me, it just really, <laughs> it really, you know, I think I help out, and maybe I do help out, but when mom is down and gone and out of the picture for... Yeah days at a time almost yeah then you realize mm -hmm. wow yes you do what moms actually are doing this is therapeutic the for me to hear everyone go yeah. please go on yeah go so on it yes. was, give me some details about the things that you didn't think well, were going to be as difficult moms as get they less were sleep moms get less sleep i would that's say that's true i think we do i think moms do generally speaking 
So I, I know. You I know why? Less. It's because at the end of the day, you're trying to remember if you did everything that you were supposed to do during the day. Like when when the kids were sick, I was texting Steve every night at like eleven o'clock. Did you do this? Did you do that? Did you yes. do that? Because that's the that's the moment. It's eleven o'clock at night when you're laying in bed and you're about to fall asleep, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, Max's ear infection. Did we give him his medicine? Yeah. And then you know. So you were yeah even to fire up the text machine. Yeah. So. But that's what makes it so hard for moms because usually moms, moms are just juggling that all yeah. internally. So in there the, was in the brain. There was the you know there's the constant uh, um, you know food food situation you're taking care of the yeah two and kids doesn't are it sick. all of a sudden seem like your kids are eating all the time? Well, in this case, in this case, I will say they, they actually their appetites were pretty yeah pretty light. But, but it's like it's you're still, responsible still, for making yeah. sure that they're oh, eating yeah. something all the and, time. Which, by the way, I guess. So this a lot of this is uh, typical weekend. Is, a lot of this stuff is typical weekend. I'm I'm more involved, but when when you're when you're actually disappear, you've disappeared altogether, right? Altogether, yeah. For again a couple days, mm-hmm. then you're really kind of like, okay, how do we let's navigate this? And so, um, moms have it just really, really uh, never ending job. And so I got to taste that kind of for over the past I don't know four or five days or whatever it's been in in a different way. Mm-hmm. And so you know. So kind of stuck doing doing it all, but yeah, I'll be honest with you. It kind of felt nice to be able to help people that needed help, and 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 you're really easy to you're really easy. The kids were really easy. They weren't, you know, I mean, all things being, you know, it's it wasn't that bad. It was just that it was, you know, so. But yeah, very very busy. Maybe one of the cons is I was in my jammies all the time, and you know, I I did I would I think I did gain some significant weight. <laughs> I think I did bloat up a little bit. I'm not saying all moms are gaining weight because they're moms. Yeah, yeah. What do you want to say that? But I do want to say, like, just you know, the way we ate was different, and I ate a lot. And um, also, it just gets boring because it's like you're just stuck in the house all day. So at some point, you're like, hmm. And I feel like this is like a very common like mom thing too, or at least it is for me. You're like. Because you do, you just get bored. You're like, oh, what's in the what's in the cabinet? Oh yeah, like you know, you start eating the snacks and hiding in the pantry and. You know, was, yeah, eating so th- food after some, your kids go to bed. Some weird like shift in like what you want and what you don't want. So typically, I would want to take a shower every day, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to. I, I, that kind of like disappeared. And I kind of felt like, well, that's terrible. Look, well, I, you I'd knew see you weren't going to see anyone. So, well, the I thing like, is, oh is that gosh, I did see people. Then I guys, go get the order from the door, and I'm in my jammies <laughs> at five o'clock. And this, I'm like, I feel oh, like Steve man. is going through. He is actually going through like the. The problems that the stay-at-home mom goes through. The Psalms. Like, yeah, the stay-at-home moms. Stay-at-home <laughs> moms. Hum. Yes, which I, I, I'm not actually a stay-at-home mom, but I do work from home. So You're a work, work from, from home, home and, mom. And staying-at-home mom. It's a lot. <laughs> no, but seriously, these are like these are actual things. These are real moms. things. Like, it's like, because it's like, why should I get up and take a shower? No one's even going to, I'm not even going to see anyone today. I'm just going to see these two kids. They don't care. Blah, 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 blah. But guess what? But then at the end of the day, you do. You feel gross. Well, people come to the door. People come to the door. And, and I then haven't you're shaved like, in four days. Gross. I haven't showered. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know I, that's what I'm I know, I know I don't smell right. I just, I feel, it just, it's in some ways, it just feels very like, I don't know. I don't know if the word is like, I, I'd say gratifying. It just feels so gratifying to hear that you, you went through the same things that, you know what? Yes. All moms go through because you had to live the mom life. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and it's like everything. There's two sides of everything. So it's great to be Max's roomie. That's cool. <laughs> but it also meant that like, he, I mean, he just, he takes up a lot of space as kids do. He has no awareness. No, Max takes up way more space than most kids. He's I'm convinced. He's flopping everywhere. His legs, his limbs, his head. Max I mean, is it's a very restless very invasive. sleeper. Yeah. 
So like we do let him sleep on the floor of our room and he will start out like parallel to the bed and then we'll find him in the morning perpendicular to the bed, one but in a, the, in a totally different location. One foot in the bathroom. You're like, what are you yeah. doing over there? <laughs> yeah. Yes. We don't know like exactly how he ends up there. He's just a very restless sleeper. I actually don't let him sleep. Like if when Steve goes out of town, sometimes he'll come in and he'll be like, Mommy, can I get in bed with you? I'm like, nope. <laughs> it's very disruptive. Because I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, the thing is that if you are sleeping, I will not be sleeping. And there's only one parent at home right now. And I have to get my sleep because otherwise I will be grumpy tomorrow. Apart. Yeah. And it's a king size bed <laughs> that you can't, you can't trust him in. So that's a king-size bed that you cannot trust Max in. You can't yeah. trust that you will get good sleep. I've been in a queen-size bed, and it seems like it's a twin when you're when you're. So that's a con, you know. There's like there's that so funny. There's both sides. I don't even I don't know. I've lost track for most of what day it is. So um, I don't you know you just you lose track of time. And uh, in fact, I don't remember what day it was that your mom came. That was actually one of the pros. Your oh, yeah. mom came all the way out, mm-hmm. and I was yes, thank crushed. You, mom. I was Shout so... out to my mother. Yeah, Graham. Oh my came gosh, through. that was supposed to be on your on my pros list. Yeah, I know. Was, is that you realize that no matter how old you are, when you have the flu, that there. you still need your mommy. Don't need your mommy. Because I did call my mom, and I was like, "Hi, mom. Please cancel all your plans and well, come one, out." That one... And she did cancel all of her yeah. plans, and she did come out. And she went shopping for us, and she swept my floors. And she hung out with the kids. I, the kid, I mean, there was a stretch there because that one night, the day she she came, the day after that first really bad night where there was, I think every two hours I was up. I know with medicine with Max checking his temperature. He, it was like, not 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 much sleep then. So um, that day she came was super helpful. So that was yeah. actually one of the pros. Yep. But again, one of the cons. I don't know what day that was. I have no. I've lost <laughs> track of everything. I know. So yeah, that, that's kind of the, that's us sharing the pros and cons. I'm sure everybody can identify. And actually, I kind of be interested to know what are, what do we miss? Like, I'm sure many people out there have recently gone. I'm through sure the there same is thing. no one else who's dorky enough to put together a pro and con list of having the flu that's like true. we did. <laughs> that's so dorky. <laughs> but you know what? If anybody wants to weigh in, you just let us know. I I feel like there's no one else who's really going to care about this. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, people, this seemed like such a great idea when I was in a fevered state. Yeah. When it was like I was hovering right around 103, I was actually like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be so hilarious. <laughs> uh, now that I'm back to like a rational state, it does occur to me that no one else might care about this. But you know what? This is us. It, this, this is our life I right mean, now. This is our life. Deal with it, people. It's not interesting. I don't know if I really ever promised anything more than this. So yeah. sorry, people. What do you think? We got some shout outs this week we want to talk about? Yes. Okay. Now, so. how does how does for maybe someone who's listening in for the first time, how can someone become a shout outer? How can you become a shout outer? Okay, well How does somebody provide us feedback? How does someone Well, the best way is to go to iTunes and leave us a review on our actual podcast. Don't feel pressured to do it like five stars out of five, but that's what everybody's doing. <laughs> Everybody else is doing that. Yeah, I mean, that is that is what everyone's doing. It's, it's almost as cool as a pro-con list for having the flu. Yeah. Almost that cool. So, yes, you can leave us a review or you can, you know, email me or you can comment on my Instagram page. How would they email you? Would they got to go to your website that you made? Mm-hmm. You can go to specialstory.com. Yeah. That is story with an E. So special, S-T-O-R-E-Y dot com. And you get a lot of good information there. Pictures, you can learn mm-hmm. more about us, mm-hmm. and you get the show note recaps. Yeah. I actually want to start doing a little bit of blogging, too, on the website, like aside from the podcast, so stay tuned for that. Once I do not have the flu anymore, Yeah, <laughs> I want to start that up. It's on my list. 
But yeah, so we did get a review on January 31st from Nickerer. I hope I'm saying that right. Who said, this podcast is so heartfelt and real, yet also fun and lighthearted. Sharon and Steve share their stories about having children with special needs, giving new insights to people like me who don't have children with special needs and may not know what it's like. I have learned so much from you both. Can't wait to hear more about your journey. So thank you so much. That was so nice. Thank you, Nickeroo. <laughs> Nickerer. Nickerer. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank That's you. That's nice that to hear so nice. that. No, I, I, it actually is like I always find I do find it interesting to hear from people like who have kids that don't have special needs, you know, and it's always fun to kind of hear, you know, because I feel like that's actually, I feel like that is something that's like important to us to kind of just share so that people understand like what it's like, you know, to have kids with special needs. Yeah. I mean, if you already have kids with special needs, you already know. That's, a, that's so. again, that's the kind of, yeah, that's a big deal just in life in general. Yeah. Getting to know other people from other backgrounds with other situations that are different than yours is a good thing. Um, and, uh, so yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so you can find us on our website. Oh, we have a Facebook page now, which is called special story again with an E. Um, or you can find me on Instagram at special story. So pretty much all the same name. And every week you, after we record this, you work hard to edit out what I say and then you post it. People probably never hear you even saying this. Yes. (laughs) This isn't going to make the the cut, but she's quality control. She's got to make sure it's ready for the public. So we got to cut out a lot of what I say, but on Thursdays, Sharon releases it every time. Right? Yeah, I do. You never miss a deadline. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. No pressure. No pressure. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Well, then let's wrap this up. Okay. Okay. Bye. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs>